Chapter 2 On the other side of the country, near Lithonia, Georgia, Marcus and Marietta Livingston were enjoying their morning ritual. It was 8.30 a.m., and because of hard-dying habits honed over half a century of work, this couple had already been up for more than two hours. Marcus pored over the business and sports sections of the Atlanta Journal-Constitution, while Marietta watched the Today Show. Or at least that's what Marcus had thought, until he looked over to find her staring off into the distance with the slightest of frowns on her usually placid, still wrinkle-free face. "'What is it, Etta?' he asked, though he already knew the answer. "'Nothing,' Marietta replied. Marcus put down the newspaper. "Uh "'Uh-huh. I know that nothing, which means it's definitely something.' You got a feeling, huh? Marietta nodded, her eyes narrowed. Good one or bad one? Glancing at her husband, Marietta responded, It's got my stomach rumbling a little bit. Marcus passed a weary hand across his chocolate brown, still handsome face. Two years ago, when his wife's stomach got to rumbling, They'd soon received a phone call telling them that one of their twin sons, Adam, had been shot. Last year she could have sworn that something was going on in the company, something that, like now, had given her indigestion. Later, their eyes had been glued on the screen as they watched a man in handcuffs named Quentin Bright get carted off to jail. Turns out he'd somehow hacked his way into a Livingston Corporation bank account, and helped himself to hard-earned company funds. To this day, Marcus believed that there was more to that story than the twins had shared. He figured now may be just as good a time as any to get to the bottom of that mystery, along with the one that even now had his wife's face, as beautiful in her seventh decade as it had been in her second, marred with a frown. Mama? Bianca paused trying to hold on to the last vestiges of control she had before breaking down from the pressure of an early morning phone call. Let me talk to Daddy. Diane Livingston, who'd been enjoying a cup of coffee with her husband in the family's newly remodeled kitchen, immediately knew something was amiss. She sat up straighter, put down her coffee cup, and asked, What's wrong? It's business. Bianca cried. I need to speak to Ace. Ace heard Bianca's raised voice and reached for the phone. A quick look passed between him and Diane. Ace speaking, he calmly answered. He'd noted the alarm in his daughter's voice, yet spoke professionally, the way he always did when discussing work with his children. The sense of normalcy was exactly what Bianca needed to calm her escalating panic. Ace, she said, speaking in a strong voice, even as tears threatened. There's been a fire. Fire. Ace mouthed to Diane, who looked on with deep concern. Where at, baby? At Toast's. Ace frowned, the father in him replacing the businessman. Bianca, are you okay? She too segued from businesswoman to daughter. Yes, Daddy, 
A little panicked, but otherwise I'm fine. Where are you? We're on our way to the restaurant. Xavier is with you. He's driving. Good. It had been a rocky road at first, but Ace had come to both respect and love his fiercely independent son-in-law. Call me as soon as you get to the site. Okay, I will. And Bianca? Yes. We'll be on our way there just as soon as the pilot can gas up. They said their goodbyes, and Bianca hung up the phone. Even though she didn't know the extent of the damage, she didn't think for a moment to tell her father not to come. When something happened to one Livingston, it happened to all of them. That's just how they rolled. Marietta was channel surfing, but upon seeing a commercial featuring her grandson, she stopped.